Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, what a year it's been for all sectors and the career sector, particularly. We've seen a number of companies hiring and firing, and we've seen a number of new terms from laying flat to quiet quitting. So let's now reflect on the year that was and take a look at what's to come in the year ahead. To help us do so, we're joined on the line now by Adrian Chu. He's CEO and founder of Career Agility. Adrian, thanks so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure to be on the air with you, Rachel. Good to have you with us. So Adrian, as I mentioned, a number of new terms, laying flat, quiet quitting, quiet firing as well. Quiet firing um, as well. <laughs> yes, 2022, it's really been a buzz with new terms when it comes to the career sector. What for you, though, is the term that you think perhaps best summarizes or encapsulates the, the career and the, the sector of for the year that's passed? I would say it's been uh, frenetic. I mean, this year, uh, 2022 started out with a lot of promise. You know, there mm. was a huge spike in hiring in the early part of the year, which was very suddenly and abruptly followed by firing, uh, especially mm. in the tech sector. There was a huge correction. And even as the markets are picking up in terms of job markets, opportunities, headhunters are out in full force, we're still seeing companies letting people go. So it's a bit of a bipolar kind of a market. And mm -hmm. uh, I think it will continue on into 2023. And that said, it started off the year we saw hiring and then the year ended with firing. Uh, yeah. What would you say to those that have been impacted by these retrenchments? Um, you mentioned this could flow into next year, but perhaps there are mm -hmm. some areas of opportunity. Well, I think if, if you are impacted by the layoffs of this year, mm -hmm. uh, next year, if as for as long as your skill sets are relevant and if you network well enough and if mm -hmm. you understand the market well enough, I think next year uh, there should be, uh, the hiring spree should still be continuing in certain sectors for certain roles. Mm -hmm. uh, so stay positive, uh, stay engaged in the market. And if your skill sets aren't relevant uh, to what the market wants, then maybe it's time for you to sign up for those uh, lovely skills future courses that uh, that the government has set up, you know, and use up your skills future credits and upgrade yourselves because uh, there is always a market for good talent, no matter, no matter what the market situation is like. Adrian, it's interesting you mentioned what your network is like in networking. And often that's kind of a, I think, um, a forgotten area or aspect when it comes to growing your career, because often people think, OK, I've lost my job. Now it's time to network. But is this something that people should continuously be doing during the course of their career? And that's true, you know, because the best time to plant a tree is like three, five years ago, right? If you want to have fruits. Likewise, uh, we should always be networking. But everyone worries about networking because networking sounds like a big, scary monster. Mm. Uh, so what we always tell our clients is uh, don't think of it as networking. Think of it as outreach. Think of it as okay. widening your circle. And think of it as deepening your relationships with people you already know or people whom you wish to know better. So uh, stay connected to the market. Stay connected to the decision makers. And uh, mm. keep, if you keep top of mind, uh, when it comes to opportunities, they'll think of you. So would you say then that perhaps one area that they could look at is joining a club or an association linked to the sector that they work in? So if a retrenchment happens and they're still plugged in to what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. And they should also stay in contact with all the headhunters that have reached out to them mm. in the past. And uh, you know, build the relationships. It's all about, it's not so much about who you know, but who knows you. 
and what you're known for and whether or not there's uh, this credit in the relationship that you have with them. Adrian, so we've spoken about hiring and firing and we've also seen another trend and that's the return to the workplace in the last year. What are some of the things from your perspective that you think employers have done well or perhaps that they can improve on in the year ahead? Uh, I think a lot of us uh, as workers have gotten used to working from home and mm. we've not been looking forward to the one-hour commute to and from the office every day. So I think many workers still would prefer to have a work from home schedule. So I think it requires understanding from uh, the employees that, uh, no, from the employers actually, that, that workers don't want to be in the office if they don't need to be in the office. So employers uh, should think about how do I make the workplace uh, worker friendly? How can I institute a work from home policy? It's not 100%, but at least make it workable. But employees as well, they have to figure out how to be a bit more reasonable and understanding as well uh, on, two, on two fronts. Number one is that uh, they have to recognize that, that the bosses want to see them. Okay, and it's good for you to meet up with your client, with your clients and your colleagues on a regular basis too, for engagement, for team building. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, employees have to realize that if you insist on a one hundred percent work from home schedule, uh, chances are, if if and if that's possible, means you don't need to be in the office. Means the company can hire someone from Malaysia or from somewhere else to do your job at half the price. So it's it's a trade off, and what we recommend is a bit of understanding from both sides. And it's like you say, you know, it's continuing that relationship building during the course of your career. You want to have that face time with your boss so you know what's happening. And also, yes. you know what I realize? It's a lot of these smaller conversations that take yeah, place while correct. you're in the office. It's yeah. not like a scheduled meeting. It's like jumping over to somebody's desk or overhearing a conversation. Right. That you can kind of, so you're plugged into what's going on, right? Which you don't get when you're at home and you're just sitting, staring at a screen. That's right. You know, it's the water cooler talks, you know, the little mm. bump-ins uh, at the pantry or even like, hey, what are you doing for lunch? Hey, let's catch up for coffee kind of things. That, mm. That's where the relationship is built, where credibility is built. And, where, and that's where you get uh, all the good news, uh, the good juicy bits. And that's where all the opportunities and leads come from as well. So if you're insisting on staying at home 24-7 uh, and not going to the office, you're missing out a lot more on, on, on all those opportunities uh, and your colleagues who are going in well, they are picking up the good bits, so you're actually missing out a lot. And would you say then as well, if you're looking for a promotion or to kind of advance in your career, you, that element of the workplace is important because often they say um, a leader or a manager would have identified who's up for promotion before the role is even available because of who they are communicating with, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. You know, they all say out of sight, out of mind. Uh, it mm. works as well because, uh, and a lot of times, the decision maker on or, or as to who gets promoted is not your boss, but your boss's boss. And mm. if you're not in the office, you know, even though you're communicating with your boss by by Skype or by Zoom, if you're not talking to your boss's boss uh, or you're not in the office, they, they go, who's who's that guy? Who's Adrian? You know, uh, oh, he's, I've never seen him before. Because even on Zoom calls, his camera is off. Kind of thing you see so mm. so presence uh visibility is important uh, if you're looking at getting promoted okay okay so you mentioned good news and water cooler talk what's your good news for us in the year ahead adrian what's the trend what are the some of the hiring <laughs> trends that you're looking out for in 2023 well i we do see uh hiring is going to continue but it's going to be a rocky year because uh, we haven't quite figured out 
uh, what the, where the inflation numbers going to land. It's looking mm. like 6%, uh, looking at today's news. Uh, in 2023, uh, the, the, the uncertainty is still there. The technology sectors are still uh, figuring things out. Let's put it that mm. way. And, you know, uh, the war in Ukraine is coming to its anniversary and with no end in sight, what's going to happen to yeah. their energy security. Lots of things going to shake up the industry. So what we always say is you have to be prepared. Uh, you have to be agile, you have to stay networked, and you have to have a career plan for 2023 because it's not going to be an easy year. But, you know, if you stay connected and you stay agile, I think things should be good. The market will still be hiring for good talents. And also maybe look at refreshing your CV if you're worried. Oh, yes. And updating your LinkedIn pages. And uh, most importantly, it's, uh, you have to ask yourself, what are some of the new skills that I want to pick up in 2023? Mm-hmm. What are some of the key skills that people should pick up in 2023? You know, there's like a lot of conversation about softer skills, EQ, communication, right, on top of technical skills. But from your perspective, what are some of the key skills that people could perhaps look at that are beyond sector specific? No, if you ask me, I think the skill that has been lost in the past three years is human relations. I think we've, mm-hmm. we've kind of lost that in the midst of uh, lockdown, staying at home, virtual working. So just going back to the office, building relationships, uh, getting people to know you, you know, building deeper bonds with your colleagues. And even those that are outside of your circle, I think that's a very important skill which uh, many are still struggling with, especially the young ones. Who are, who are just uh, starting out in their careers or who graduated during COVID itself, they may not have picked up that skill. So I think that the human factor, the relationship building piece is going to be critical. Okay, Adrian. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Pleasure's all mine. And I want to wish all our listeners a fantastic uh, 2023 ahead and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you, Adrian. We've been speaking with Adrian Chu, CEO and founder of Career Agility here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.